Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. He has Parliament Hill on speed dial, and they know when the phone rings, no comment is not an option. This is The Roy Green Show. Despite all of the commonality between the three of us, we continue to disagree on the question of moving diluted bitumen from Alberta to uh, the Port of Vancouver. Uh, It is a project in the national interest. Uh, It means uh, thousands of good jobs uh, in Alberta, some in BC, Uh, but it also means we are able to move forward on historic oceans protection and on a national plan to reduce our climate emissions and reach our uh, Paris targets. Uh, Premier Horgan of British Columbia and some other guy. Not the Prime Minister of Canada, of course. Justin Trudeau. On uh, the pipelines, and specifically Trans Mountain Pipeline. And we continue with our debate about pipelines in Canada, and particularly, again, the debate is about Trans Mountain What's going to happen with that? Will it ever be concluded? Will it be the Canadian taxpayer who has to come up with $7.4 billion to buy the thing outright from Kinder Morgan? Who knows how this is going to play out? Um, We're waiting to speak with uh, Premier Scott Moe from Saskatchewan, who was with us a couple of weeks ago and said very specifically that if British Columbia were able to derail the trans mountain pipeline, then he wondered if we still had a country, because it is the federal government that constitutionally has the right to make a decision on pipelines. And Mr. Trudeau, uh, well, he swears he wants the pipeline, and I haven't seen anything in the way of remarkable leadership on that front from, uh, from the Prime Minister. So what we're going to do is we're going to take some phone calls here, but I'm going to set it up first. Now, I tweeted... Uh, a few days ago, and this has been retweeted again and again and again and again, hundreds of times, maybe more than that, I tweeted that 650,000 barrels of oil, crude oil, were being shipped into, brought into eastern Canadian refineries every day in 2015. There's nothing to make me think that that's changed in 2018. But the numbers we have are for 2015, 650,000 barrels a day. Now, like some other people, I looked at that number and I thought, that can't be right. That, that just can't be right. That, that's, how does such a huge number get repeated day after day after day? And why? Well, the why is the easy part, because there's no pipeline to bring Western Canadian oil, crude or bitumen, to Eastern refineries. There was a try not long ago. It was called Energy East. And that, of course, was derailed by uh, Quebec politicians, led by their spokesman at the time, Danny Kader, who was at the time the mayor of Montreal. And uh, somebody asked me the other day, do you really think, Roy, that the, what happened with Energy East was all about the environment? 
because that's what they were saying in Quebec. No, they want to protect the environment. No, they're going to, it's, it's the environment of Quebec that they want to protect. That's why they don't want the, the pipeline. This is after they lived through Lake Megantic and, and, and uh, oil transported by rail. So my response was, and I tweeted this as well, it's been retweeted. My response was, look, if Energy East was canceled in Quebec because of the, uh, because of environmental concerns, then uh, pigs are lifting off all over Canada. There's something else going on there. There's something else going on, and I think it has to do with money. I don't know exactly how the money uh, is factored into it, but 650,000 barrels a day, and we have all of the oil supply that we need. We have so much oil supply that we can take care of the rest of the world, or much of the rest of the world's needs, and we can bring money in. I'm, I'm repeating myself, but we can bring billions of dollars into this country and apply it to our needs in Canada. And when we talk about environmental concerns, why is there no outcry about the tankers plying the St. Lawrence River? Why does nobody complain? Does it not matter because it's at the other side of the country? Does it not matter because it's Quebec? Does it not matter because, 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 because? Where are you environmentalists and your plastic canoes? Where are you? Why do you allow this to go on in Quebec? Do you not understand the Gaspé is a very environmentally sensitive area? Or has no American money flowed into Quebec or into Eastern Canadian environmental organizations, those that are willing to accept money to go out and protest? 650,000 barrels a day. Let me just read what um, Claudia... Cataneo uh, wrote in the Financial Post, just just one paragraph. Overall, refiners in Quebec, Ontario, Newfoundland, and New Brunswick imported about 650,000 barrels a day from foreign producers in 2015. In addition to Saudi Arabia, the oil came from the United States, Algeria, Angola, Nigeria. Because there is insufficient pipeline capacity to import it from Western Canada, which produces far more oil than it needs. But it doesn't produce far more oil than the United States needs. And that's what Vivian Krauss has been talking to us about on this program. So the Americans get our oil at a discount, you know this song by heart now, and they pour a lot of money into Canada in order to make it advantageous for people to go out and protest the pipeline line, pipelines like Trans Mountain. I'm not saying there are people who genuinely, truly believe it's environmental an environmental concern, but there are organizations and individuals, and Vivian Krauss has pointed that out, who have accepted money. And uh, so they, they, they protest the pipeline. And then Kendra Morgan says, well, we, we, we can't continue on with this have until the 31st of May. We'll check the calendar, folks. We're closing in on the 31st of May, and Premier Horgan has uh, decided he's going to take this to court with the Attorney General for British Columbia, having made that statement that they're going to uh, find out whether what BC's rights are. Well, really don't have any rights. 
It's the federal government that has the right and pipelines. We've said that time and again. So Premier Mo of Saskatchewan says it's just a stalling tactic. May well be. My number is 800-263-2428. 1-800-263-2428. Let's talk about this Trans Mountain Pipeline. Should the extension be bought by Canadian governments, i.e. you and me, to the tune of $7.4 billion? And even if it's bought, is that going to do away with all of the complaints and the protesting? Probably not. But should governments come up with the dough, borrow the money, to buy the pipeline extension from Kinder Morgan at $7.4 billion, or somehow work out an arrangement where Kinder Morgan owns a percentage of it and we own the other percentage of it as taxpayers? Or do we stand our ground on this and demand that the Prime Minister of Canada push it through? Or does British Columbia have the final say and British Columbia says, not going to happen, and the rest of Canada says, okay. And please, let's also mention what's going on in the province of Quebec. They have benefited more than anybody else in Canada. I know they'll argue with me about it. But they've benefited more than anybody else in Canada from transfer payments from the province of Alberta. And they're the first ones to get up and bitch and complain about Albertan oil and six hundred and fifty thousand barrels a day, two thousand and fifteen, and it's still going on. And it's not about the environment. That they that's not why they stopped Energy East. There's something else going on. 1-800-263-2428 is my number. Do you believe that Energy East was stopped because Quebec has concerns about the environment? Or is something else going on? And did that 650,000 barrels a day number take you by absolute surprise? As it took me. Again, I went and checked. No, no, this, this, this can't be so. This is 650,000 every day? Yep. And we have all the oil that we need, and we have more oil than we need, and we can sell it to the rest of the world. But we're selling it to the United States at a discount. We are not very smart. And this at a time when our governments are running massive deficits, where our national debt is huge. It's, it's just stupid. 800-263-2428 is my number, 1-800-263-2428. Emails to Roy at RoyGreenShow.com. Twitter is at the Roy Green Show. We're back to hear what you have to say in just a minute. You know you hit the big leagues when you're a guest on his show. This is the Roy Green Show. Indulge me for just 90 seconds, and then we'll go to your calls. Here's uh, Premier Scott Moe from when he was on the air with us two weeks ago on the fundamentals of what this story is about to the province of Saskatchewan, also to the province of Alberta, and to the province of British Columbia. But it's from the Saskatchewan perspective. The Premier of British Columbia has has no grounds to be making comments uh, on this on the, on this uh, on the approval of this project. It's been approved, and they and it should be built. If the situation continues as is, would you consider actually turning off the spigot for 
oil from Saskatchewan making its way to British Columbia. Well, Saskatchewan does send some energy products uh, that are utilized in British Columbia, and uh, Alberta would, would send a fair amount more. And I would say this, if, if Alberta is going to pass their legislation to turn the taps off, if you will, to British Columbia, um, the next logical place for British Columbia to come for that product is Saskatchewan, and, and we would pass legislation so that it wouldn't be accessible. Uh, this, this pipeline uh, should be built. It's unfortunate that it comes to a conversation such as this. Um, but, you know, at the crux of the matter is this is a national, this is a federal government decision and and they should they should move on this pipeline with whatever tools they have and I you know we'll talk about some of the tools that they're using in other areas where they actually don't have jurisdiction like such as carbon tax mm-hmm. but he, but here this begs the question our ports our rail lines our pipelines are, are under the national purview for a reason our nation was built on the construction of some of these projects and they've been very unifying projects for the nation of Canada if a province such as British Columbia is able to stop one of these projects it begs the question is, do we, do we still have a nation? Premier Scott Moe from Saskatchewan just uh, two or three weeks ago on this program. George is in Burnaby, British Columbia, joining us on The Green Show. George, thank you for the time. Go ahead. Hey, thank you very much, sir, Mr. Green. Yeah, this the protest stuff going on in my backyard here kind of thing almost all the time. Uh, you know, one thing that you had mentioned just a few minutes ago, uh, this 650,000 barrels of oil a day. Well, you know, if it came to the West Coast here, we wouldn't be complaining so much, really. But what we are complaining and protesting about here is it's being put on ships, this bitumen oil, and just being shipped out without, without re- in refineries. You're talking about the East Coast having refineries. And that's the big difference. I didn't know that they had all these refineries out the East Coast and all this oil was being shipped back East. But we're not complaining uh, about the East Coast because it's all being refined there. That's Totally a different story than on you the do West know, Coast. You here. do know, uh, you do know, George, the tankers are going up and down the St. Lawrence River to the refinery in Montreal every day, all day. Yeah, that's how many, well, okay, that's a big difference than, uh, than our coasts here that are very intricate, very complex. Uh, you understand, though, you know, we are, we're, we're, we're one country. British Columbia can no, can no more stand alone than anybody else. Because what you do when you do stand alone is you get the kind of reaction that you're getting from Alberta and Saskatchewan. That's what yeah. happens. You're either part of the you're either part of the family. I used to say this about Quebec all the time. But you are either part of the family or you're not. That that applies to all of us. Well, well, the, the shipping distance from uh, wherever this pipeline is ending on the east coast to the refinery on the east coast isn't that great. Whereas we are reliving Exxon Valdez here on the west coast. Really, uh, really. Do you? I mean, that, that's the worst case scenario. Is the worst case scenario correct. going to be going to take place, and is that going to be the constant scenario or the the constant fear? Seriously, I just want to know. Uh, sorry, I, I missed your point on that. Could you say well, that again? Well, it's if it's Exxon Valdez was a a one off, right? So it's brought up constantly, as though that's going to be a daily occurrence. Well, Tankers are double-hulled. They're yeah. they're safe. You know, nothing is yeah. perfect, but this is for the this is for the this is for the betterment of the whole country economically. Yes, but uh, you know you've got a, a really busy harbor here in the Vancouver okay. area. You've got ships. You got, you got George. Isn't there isn't there jet fuel? Isn't it? Isn't a pipeline? Stuff. Isn't a pipeline being built, or hasn't a pipeline been built to yes, Vancouver Airport for jet fuel? Yes, but. 
But uh, the problem is, is that you're increasing the the, the shipping uh, numbers, the quantity of ships now no. here. Yeah. Why are they sticking it in one little area? It's a very complex area. All right, George, I've got to go. I thank you for the call, sir. Thank you so much. Kevin is in Barrie, Ontario. He's worked on pipelines. Go ahead, Kevin. Well, I know what the problem was with the, with the, with the, with the thing. It's not about the environment, Roy. It's about money. Because what happens when you're in a pipeline job all the time? You come to a farm or you come to a reserve, and they'll stop you dead. And, you'll, you know, there'll be a work stoppage, and then three or four days later, you'll start, or you won't. So they hold the companies up for ransom, basically. The thing about pipeline is... It's 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 unbelievable how they take care of the environment. It's it's they, Look, they, the they oil is the oil is going to they leave it better than they found it. It's X-rayed, UT coated. It's not dangerous at all. Yeah, I mean it's it's, it's the safest technology can produce and create Absolutely. in two thousand and eighteen. It's 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 you should see the inspections, man. It's unbelievable, right? Now what they should do, the Trans Mountain, it's got to be built, and they should also build the the east. The, the well, campaign. yeah, there's there's the story though. Thank you for the call, Kevin. It's not about it's not about the environment in Quebec. It's about money. Somehow there's a lot of money that's being made on bringing that oil into the province of Quebec into the eastern refineries. People keep saying build a new refinery, some build some more refineries in Canada. Good luck getting environmental uh, 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 you know the uh, the agreement Getting the uh, what the regulatory approval to do that, Greg in Maple Ridge, British Columbia. Go ahead, Greg. How you doing, Roy? Good, sir. How are you? Good. I'll just make it as short and sweet as I can. Um, you know, they're going to build that pipeline, and uh, if they don't let it build out here, it's going to go north at probably triple or four times the price. And they'll be shipping not five hundred ships down the coast a, a year; it'll be fifteen hundred, and that oil will go to Washington State, just like the five hundred ships are coming from Alaska now. And they will build that pipeline, and it may go north, and we'll lose out on everything. Yeah, it's not as—it's not as though there are no ships plying, no tankers plying the waters now. No, there's five hundred a year going down our coast from from the Gulf of Alaska, right to Washington State. To their big refineries there, we have, that's that's a known fact. So if they if they spend the money and go north with the pipeline, we'll have fifteen hundred ships coming down at least the coastline, all the way down the coast from the Gulf of Alaska instead of from Vancouver. Yeah, Greg, I appreciate the call. Thanks. There's a tremendous amount of money involved, and uh, it's the Americans who are mostly interested in funding stopping the pipelines because they get. Such a huge discount in buying, buying our oil. And as Dan McTagg pointed out yesterday, the American refineries have been uh, retooled to be able to deal with heavy oil. So, sorry we couldn't speak to Premier Mo. We'll do that another time. I do have a tremendously influential guest next weekend on the issue of oil and pipelines. We'll come right back.